This is Deserter. The podcast that says, don't give up. Uh, haven't you missed, a, missed out the full stop there, mate? Oh, yeah. Uh, the podcast that says, don't give up. That's more like it. In this episode, Lord Hawhaw's London versus Cartier's London. Loads of pub chat, including a guest appearance by a man who's written a pub manifesto, comedian James Dowdswell. We're off to dessert school again, also about pubs this time, almost like we planned it, although I can assure you we didn't. <laughs> Plus the news, the corporate deserter, a moment of silence, and our pick of what we like to call the social media scene. That is such a cool phrase. I'm Dirty South. And I'm Dulwich Raider. Deadly's here on knobs, our glasses are charged, the cushions are plumped. Mm. What the fuck are we waiting for? Let's go! Uh, okay, so Dirty South, you were going to open with the killing and maiming of thousands of South Londoners. <laughs> yes, cheery topic. I mean, I know you were quite young during the Second World War, weren't you, Ada? Um, <laughs> Bloody <laughs> nerve. <laughs> uh, but yes, I did a little piece for the site uh, about, it was a semi-historical piece about mm. uh, Lord Hawhaw, the mm. Nazi propagandist. And Bromley, who we seem to have it in for, mm. some people thought. I mm. uh, thought we'd go and see what would have um, been... What would we have missed of Romley uh, had uh, the Nazis succeeded in flattening it? Which he threatened, didn't he? Uh, he did, he yes. He was quite personal about it. Um, yeah. Pointing out local I don't think he uh, liked landmarks it, he? he knew. and That's What was right. the, 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 was, the clock on the Wolf Hollander shop that was five minutes... Fast. It will not be there tomorrow. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, and you know that terrified people. Yeah. The frighteners on with me. these intimate details. Because the next night there was a massive bombing raid in Bromley High Street, and people thought, "Yeah, this guy's you know he's in charge." You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, he would uh, tease them with little local details, and, and people feared the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he 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 was uh, a Nazi bit of work, you could say. Clever. Yeah, he was um, he was uh, obviously a fascist. He was too fascist for the British Union of fat- fascists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he had to go to um, to Germany, where he felt a bit more comfortable. Yes. Um, and he broadcast from there. He broadcast from there and was massive. He was a star. Yes. Um, the BBC was very dull at the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, he had a lot of personality, a lot of pizzazz, uh, and you know people wouldn't really listen to the news. It was all very dreary. Mm. And then he'd come on, um, and um, people lapped it up, even though he terrified them. Yes, and he and he lived on lived in South London for a while. He did. He lived in Dulwich near Dulwich College for a while. Crystal Palace. He lived by Crystal Palace, mm. and I think his sister lived in Bromley. So he, he mm. was uh. he knew the area, and he he threatened. I think Chislehurst Caves yes. and that, yeah, Bromley High Street, and also. Uh, the tip, ba- tree, the tip top tip top bakery in Orpington. We yes. shall come via the tip top bakery. Yeah, what does yeah, that I mean, mean? Spooky, I yeah. guess. Yeah, maybe they had some Nazi portal. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, um, but yeah, there's no wonder he terrified people. So anyway, mm. we thought, well, we'll go and um, try some pubs. <laughs> yes, forget all about it. Oh no, I suppose the pubs that would be that are still there. The pubs that are still didn't... there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, found a nice little pub call around Bromley North. Yeah, um, missed quite a few, and and did get some messages uh, to that effect. It's true, it wasn't a very comprehensive uh, guide. Or, mm. You know, you, you know, we uh, do change it up a little bit. Mm, mm, uh, mm. Well, uh, you're not uh, you're not a sort of cartographer. I'm not. No, no. and then there was you're a drunk. lot between. I'm a tr- <laughs> <Or> a professional. <laughs> yeah. Between Bromley and Petswood, where there was a lovely micropub, and Orpington and Chislehurst, there was a lot to get through, yeah, really. Yeah, um, yeah, 
Orpington doesn't have very many good pubs at all, unfortunately, right. but it does have one cracking club, uh, yes. the Orpington Liberal Club, which is famous for its uh, award-winning beer. Um, and I thought um, also nearby uh, the foot golf might be an in- make oh. an interesting uh, uh, dessert a day out. Yes. Um, are you familiar with foot golf? Is it where you use your foot instead of a golf club? <laughs> in a way, yes. And uh, you use a football oh. instead of a golf ball. Oh, that sounds up my street. Yeah. I've always thought in golf the ball's a bit too small. Yeah. You can't see it in, when it's in flight. Or no. It's no good on telly, is it? No, it's not. It's not a very yeah. good televised sport. Yeah. Or indeed, sport. <laughs> well, at least it's got a ball, unlike yes. some sports. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I think all, all sports that don't have a ball should have one introduced immediately. Imagine yeah. how much better cage fighting would be with a ball. <laughs> Diving. <laughs> yeah, I like it, yeah. So, foot golf, I'm definitely up for that. Yeah. Um, you did, did you did you play? Or I didn't you play. Were... No, no. That's uh, but yeah. I think that would could be a deserted day out. Mm. That uh, combined with the Liberal Club. I mean, there is a bar at the foot golf. I have Excellent. to say, yeah, yeah. but uh, for good beer, I think we'd have to go to the Lib. Okay, sounds good. Um, okay, uh, is have, have you done with? Um, Pretty much. Lord I mean, the, the place I didn't make it to was Chelsfield, uh, but I, oh, have, yeah. I have fond memories of Chelsfield, which is near Orpington, has much better pubs because uh, I got. Uh, thrown out of three pubs in an afternoon there once when I was younger. <laughs> Good I, effort. I blame bad company. <laughs> or that dress you were wearing. <laughs> um, well, uh, he may have um, bombed a bit of South London, but South London won in the end, I understand. It did, yes. he. Um, it, it was the end of him. He yeah. uh, was hanged uh, at uh, Wandsworth Prison yeah. um, in 1946. Um and uh, yeah, it was, it was quite early in the morning, nine, 9 a.m. They, they oh. yeah, so he didn't even get a lie in. Oh, that is painful. Couldn't do his morning show. <laughs> <laughs> no. Although, as Roxy said, he was a bit of a wanker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On to uh, something else we've been up to, which is, I've got written down here is that fucking book again. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> I mean, sorry about this if, if we're boring you, but our book, but we just sort of give you a quick update. Um, it has been a little bit hard to get hold of, we understand, and that is due to the second print run being hoovered up by Amazon, right? Indeed, yeah. Um, which is apparently what they do. Um, but the thir- a third print run's um, been made, done, printed. Yeah, what it, you do it should be in shop everywhere now. It should be everywhere it should now. Be a problem now. So please go buy one, yeah? in fact, Or two. Buy two, yeah, because you might have a friend that needs to butt their ideas up, right? Yeah, that's Improve right. your friends by giving them our book yeah um and we've uh, we've had some nice uh reviews um lately in londonist and evening standard mm-hmm. the lewisham ledger and best of all from my point of view the london drinker where we belong <laughs> yeah um and we've done some readings we had a lovely night at the blythe hill tavern at a poetry and spoken word evening yeah not something we expected to be doing when we Kicked dessert no. off, perhaps, but, but I thought that was we great. Of a, you know, obviously it's a it's a top pub, but uh, one that focuses on good beer and football and racing. But to have mm. a spoken word and mm. poetry evening I and music and music, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a great night. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I enjoyed a lot of the other performers. Uh, yes, in particular, Maeve Campbell, who had some very evocative poems about her childhood in Belfast, mm. uh, and we had, uh, of course. Um, uh, Dulwich Michi. Dulwich Michi, who, yeah. uh, had a, who was uh, very passionate and, yes. uh, and went down a storm. Yeah, 
yeah, excellent stuff. Um, and James Endicott, do you remember him? Oh, the, yes. Uh, he was very funny as well, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah he, he worked for Rough Trade Records mm. when, when I think he helped sign the Libertines or something mm. like that. And he had a interesting tale from his, his little book about... Um, uh, doing sniff and watching Chelsea or something. <laughs> yes, it was very well, funny. Was a band, but, um, it's, a, it's a cracking night actually. Thanks for Mike, to Mike for having us down. Yeah, and, Mike, um, yeah. yeah, if you get a chance to go to the next one's in February, I think the Poetry and Spoken Word Night at the Blythe Hill Tavern. Uh, what else have we been doing? We did a video uh, video interview where we could choose our location. Yeah, and we went to the pub. Yeah, Dulwich Book dis- uh, Book Dispensary, <laughs> Dulwich Beer Dispensary. <laughs> that fucking book. Um, one um, down point, I think, in all this was our Christmas TV ad being pulled. Yeah, after after we'd spent all all, all that money on it. Yeah, and time mm. with some um, you know some very highly creative people. Yes, and us. Um, yeah, I mean, it was pulled by the UK regulator for. Um, from memory, um, being directed towards a political end, mm. um, promoting indolence, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, what was it? Oh, uh, normalising harmful behaviour. How dare they? I mean, that's us, isn't it, really? That's what we're about. And yeah. yet we can't say that on TV. No. It's just really disappointing. It, it will never be seen by our intended audience, um, which was um, the viewers of Channel 5 between 3am and 4am. Yeah, but we, we we will have to go to jail if if anybody sees it again. But um, yes, that's you can, true. You can catch it on <laughs> Facebook, uh, YouTube, and uh, our site. Yeah. Um, if we if we do go to jail, maybe we could do a crowdfunder for a party when we get out. Nice. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Unless they hang us. <laughs> uh, one last thing is, if you do like the book, please leave us a review. Um, somewhere like Amazon or something like that, because apparently it's very useful and may mean that we never have to work again. Yeah, you're channeling your inner Heather there, aren't you? I am. I miss her. Come back, Heather. Come back, Heather. Um, right. Um, bookseller Crow, did we mention that? We're reading at oh, Bookseller Crow. More fucking book. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Just one last thing about the book. The only thing is that's, um, that's tomorrow when this is out, so by the time you're listening to it, we might be not doing it anymore fair enough what's, but, uh, what's yeah, the it's a bit of a change date? for us doing it's the it the 6th of december we're doing it in the evening of the 6th of december yeah yeah all right um there is one other thing about the book oh christ <laughs> we ended. did some pledge fulfillments oh so we did yeah um so yeah people some people paid a lot of money to help us get this book off the ground and yeah. um thanks one to of you the, um uh, one of the rewards for some of them was a um a long boozy lunch yeah and, and the other others was- a long boozy day yeah <laughs> How we signed up to this? Yeah, don't know where we get our ideas from. <laughs> um, the uh, they were both fantastic. Um, it was great to meet Ian and Keith on our yeah. long boozy lunch. Um, I'd met Ian. We'd met Ian before, hadn't we? We had. And, uh, but uh, Keith, we didn't know. Uh, it was a pleasure. He was um, mm. an, an American guy from Queens, New York, via Atlanta, um, working in the city, and through uh, reading Deserter, we've inspired mm. him to go part time. Oh. So I think it's one of our greatest achievements. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Certainly in the top five. What else have we been up to? I've started my um, sister piece to all Southeast London's Weatherspoons, ranked. Uh, it's called All Southwest London's Weatherspoons. Oh, nice. Ranked. Yeah. yeah. See what I've done I there? See what you've done there, yeah. yeah. 
Um, it's quite a long haul, but um, I've made a start. I went, went down to Norbury yesterday uh, to the Moon Underwater, named after Orwell's um, ideal pub. Of course. Um, yeah, I don't know Norbury at all. Never been there. No, we should. We haven't really covered that, have we? No. Um, I'll put it on the list. Uh, there was no outside space. You couldn't. You can't take your drink out the front. You mm. can't take it out back. Um, and I you can't want, get out. You can't. You can get can out, you get in? Can but you get not in? with a drink. You can get in. You oh. get in. I got in. No problem. No problem. Um, so they, uh, a, a rather overzealous chef, come manager, found me in the car park with my pint. Oh dear! And said. Uh, you can bring your drink in now, please. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, she liked you, did she? She said, we do have a sign up saying no drinks outside. I said, well, I don't read. She said, you can't read. <laughs> I said, no, I said, I don't read. <laughs> Get inside. <laughs> um, where else did I get to? I got to the Beehive in Brixton, which gave me a first on my uh, tour of Weatherspoon duty. Oh, yeah? Yeah, first bad pint. No way. Yeah. Oh. Then he had one guest ale. The London Pride, and it tasted rubbish. Oh, and dear. And they've got humpy about it. Oh, dear. That's um, very disappointing. That, yeah. that is a first. I mean... Yeah. Everywhere else they've been Say what excellent. you like about spoons. Yeah. And, you know, I'm People not a huge, in the, Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of them, yeah. but the beer is normally mm. excellent. Mm. Um, so the best so far is probably, without wanting to give anything away, the Crown and Scepter on um, Streatham Hill. Oh, yes. Big old place probably yes. an old coaching in we went there didn't we on uh, a holiday on the south circuit yeah yeah but although by the time we got there i think we were on the rums so i can't remember anything anything about it no it's all not gone, really it's all hazy. Yeah. i remember it was all being wood and mm. bare but now it's all red velvet as i it's like i'd never been there before yeah it was a cracking night wasn't it apparently uh, So now, a little earlier than usual, it's a moment of silence, is it? Yeah. Yeah, what, why has it moved up the schedule then? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get letters, Deadly, that's all I'm saying. People fear change. We fear change. Well, the podcast analytics I sent you, which mm. I'm sure you read. Uh, uh, yeah, was that the, uh, the big document? Sure. Uh. Uh, they show that the most popular bits of the show are, how can I put this, when you two aren't actually talking. Get out. Rubbish. That's, that's not right. You're making that up. I mean, so, this is... I've bumped it up the schedule to stop people turning off early. How <laughs> rude. This country. Oh, that is rude. Rude. Anyway, this episode, to honour mm. those stuck at work, we're off to the beach. Oh, nice. Lovely. A moment of silence. Relaxing. What are you doing? I'm getting into my speedos. Christ. So, would you care to guess the beach? <laughs> uh, well, I can tell from the, the wave pattern that it's not tidal. Don't be so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound warm. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say Spain. Yeah. Somewhere on the uh, Valencian coast, perhaps? Yes, I'll say that as well. Yes, <laughs> spot on. It's, in fact, Gandia Beach. Good guess. And also, we saw your notes on the table when you are in the lav. <laughs> oh, I, I can't work like this. Yes, you can. Open up our eyes and eyes. 
and help us realize To become one of the wise Who first must be a fool Productively inferior But morally superior Little old become prettier And good old deserves a school Good afternoon, school. Before I hand over to our Head of Philosophy, the Dulwich Raider MAELPACDC for today's talk, a reminder that Thursday's guest lecture, sponsored by Sophology, is by Pedro Garcia. All the way from Cadiz, Spain, Senor Garcia will be known to many of you, of course, as the civil servant who managed to be absent from work for 14 years. Come and hear how he managed to avoid detection with a combination of rumours about retirement, court appearances, and even death. A chance to meet a true hero. The lecture is in the library bar at seven o'clock with drinks from four. And now the Dulwich Raider on drugs and alcohol, as usual. Thank you, Dean. What I ask you today is a pub. Put your hand down, Hawkins. It's a rhetorical question. Whenever I am asked this, I am reminded of the legend of the six blind Spartans who encountered an elephant for the very first time. The first blind Spartan felt the elephant's ear and declared that an elephant is like cloth. The second felt the elephant's tusk and declared that an elephant is like a spear. The third Spartan felt the elephant's trunk and declared that an elephant is like a snake, and so on, until you get to the point of the story, which sadly, for the moment, eludes me. But back to pubs. It can be difficult to put your finger on what it is that makes pubs so wonderful, so sought after, indeed, so world famous. It's as if you'd need several fingers, which is, of course, ridiculous. Yes, the public house, that institution peculiar to our lands, the oasis in the desert, the lit window in the gloom, the building that, let's face it, makes a street actually mean something. A place where one might go when one is lonely and yearning for company, but that also welcomes us when we wish to be alone. A place in which we can choose to engage in both lively conversation or quiet contemplation in which not only can we physically leave behind the chaotic maelstrom of our lives, of the world, but are also encouraged to holiday our minds through the use of liquid-based intoxicants. A house in which the heating is on and we never have to do the washing up. So what, for you, makes a pub special? Hand down, Hawkins. We look forward to your dissertations on the matter. Cynics may suggest that it is simply the availability of alcohol that makes pubs so beloved. But no, there are many drugs you can experience in a pub. You just have to take them before you get there. But which is the right drug for you? We will be looking at this in more detail on our field trip to Ibiza, of course. But for now, a handy checklist. Marijuana provides philosophical certainty. Cocaine makes you want to tell everybody about it. Ketamine makes you want to climb into paintings. Opium enables you to watch Question Time without kicking in the television. Ecstasy makes you feel up lampposts. LSD makes you think you are a lamppost. 
To experience any of these, please see school physician Dr. Diaf around the back of the bike sheds after today's lessons. Next time, the deserter at home, what is there to do and how can we skip it and put our feet up? So Good lecture. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Hang on. <laughs> um, so more on uh, more on pubs later with uh, with our special guest. Indeed, indeed. Um, but for the time being, pub and beer news. The news. The news. The news. The news. The news. 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 Pub and beer news. Yes. Um, the Hercules. I understand. Was it Dirk sent us this on um, Twitter? Was it? Um, on the corner of uh, Hercules Road in SE1 yes. by Lambeth North Tube. I, I know where he, where he means, yes. It's reopening as the Hercules following a refit. It's been closed for 20-odd years. It's been a Chinese restaurant yeah. for ages. And now it's um, boarded up and being refit, um, which is great news. Fantastic. The uh, I think it was Cell Camera uh, got in touch to ask Dirk for a source you know mm-hmm. what was his source and yeah. Dirk replied my barber <laughs> <laughs> you get all the all the good information from your barber yeah yeah me too um the all-in-one pub in forest hill in sadder news is in severe danger of being knocked down and replaced by a five-story hotel oh um, dear yeah um the uh planning's in for this hotel it's quite a handsome building actually i don't know if you know it but I don't. Uh, it's just on uh, i think it's dartmouth road mm. um but uh yeah we'll if we remember we'll try we'll have a link through to the petition to get yeah. some objections on the web yeah. council website let's object that's slightly annoying in happier news um there's a new micropub planned for hither green yes indeed um uh, math brew has uh, finally got planning permission after uh a long struggle, mm. um, and uh, he's struggling with the name. I mean, he's, he's, the working title is Math Brew, mm. and um, he, he'd like suggestions. If uh, you fancy, right. uh, if you've got any good ideas, please send them to math at mathbrew.com. Um, they've had quite a few so far, yeah. most of them rude, to be honest. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, this country. Uh, Come Hither has been the has been one of the clean ones that um, yes. has, uh, has been a very popular. Um, That's quite pubby pub face, of course. Yes. Um, uh, lots of uh, lots of suggestions that end in in, uh, like yeah. the cock in and you know yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, and Romborough, which is quite obscure, but apparently the, the whole area used to be called Romborough. That's right. When, yeah. And the Black Death wiped out the area and the name before the, it became that, that is some serious plague that can actually wipe out words <laughs> um my, my i might call it um if i had the choice thither and so it's uh address is thither and hither green <laughs> well do send it along i'll send that i'll send that one in <laughs> good um, luck <laughs> Coming down the thither end. <laughs> can't, yeah, he's got a ring to it. Um, and finally, we mentioned, I think, last time that we're working on a new beer, uh, a very strong version of Deserter IPA, an Imperial IPA, mm-hmm. which we are going to call the Game Changer. <laughs> um, well, we've made it. Yeah. Um, we've heard from the brewer. It smells amazing, like fruit soup. Soup of the day. 
Um, and uh, we're going to be launching that on a special evening at the London Beer Dispensary in Broccoli. On, on December the 18th. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday, December the 18th, uh, for a night of Game Changer. Buying yeah. books. The ale will be sold in uh, sort of presentation bottles, champagne-type bottles. Yeah, yeah. So we will make a lovely gift yeah. for yourself so one or stop, a friend yeah. or to anaesthetise an elderly relative. Yes. <laughs> uh, come down, have a taste, buy a book uh, or buy a beer, um, two-for-one burgers, and that's at the London Beer Dispensary, 18th of December, Broccoli. Mm. Okay, in non-pub and beer news, um, did you notice Cartier's new ad for their uh, shop reopening? Oh, yes, Tom Dykov uh, retweeted it, didn't he? Um, yeah. Uh, what about it? What, what was, yeah. Well, if you, if you look closely, or not even that closely, yeah. um, the Gherkin and St Paul's Cathedral have been moved to the south. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tower Bridge is now up by the wheel. Oh. So it looks a bit better there. Better for from selfies. That, better from that perspective, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm quite happy with St Paul's. I don't yeah. really want the gherkin. I mean, no. I don't even want it on my cheeseburger. Fussy bugger, aren't you? Um, yeah, I'm happy with St Paul's. Keep the gherkin, then. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll take St Paul's. I notice um, the South London Autonomy Group were very quick to uh, claim it. I bet they were, yeah. yeah. Slag. Mm. That's, that's not me talking to you. Really, mm. that's what they're called. Um, yeah, they, they said it was um, the booty retrieved from a sorty north. Oh, yeah, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Good work. Yeah, very good work. Um, you can, it's very odd, though, isn't it? I don't know what Cartier think they're achieving by it. No. It's like the, the sort of, it smacks of the tyranny of the art director, doesn't it? Um, mm. He's like, move, just move the fucking gherkin in the St Paul's there so I can see him properly. Yeah, but they don't actually, they're not in the south of London, Gary. You're fucking fired! Yeah. <laughs> That's how they all talk, as art directors. Maybe they're moving it south to <laughs> I also noted, um, as did I think you on Twitter, didn't you, that uh, National Geographic reported that some European rivers are so polluted that eels are, <laughs> are high on cocaine. I know, that was an amazing story, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, I, I, can't, I can barely afford to skin up and the eels are on sniff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, uh, it, is, it is worrying, isn't it? Because who, who wants chatty, self-obsessed eels? <laughs> <laughs> I think the they, moral is, once uh, once again, you know, if you're going to do cocaine with an eel, <laughs> make sure you go first. Yes. They fucking love it. They can't get enough of this Worse stuff. than the horses. <laughs> Worse than the horses. Um, I suppose connected in some way is the BBC News report that um, almost all adults are leading unhealthy lives. Yes. Yeah, we're What's very happy with that. Thanks, thanks yep. for pointing that out. <laughs> Only nine out of ten, though. Was it? Yeah. Let's get it up. Please. Yes. <laughs> for example, and you won't like this, Vinny. Mm. We don't eat enough vegetables. We don't exercise no. enough. No. We drink and we smoke. Yes. It's like they're reading our letters. <laughs> How do they know us so well? <laughs> yes, I know. One of the uh, you know, obviously you kind of think, well, you know, what business is it of yours? But uh, mm. the comeback is usually, well, it costs the NHS two billion pounds a year for right. alcohol-related injuries and illnesses. And yes, that, that sort point, of thing. Yeah. Which is a good point until you realise that tax receipts for booze are about ten billion pounds a year. Whoa! So uh, you owe us eight million billion pounds. Yes, we can spend it on eels. I yeah. mean, uh, <laughs> drugs and beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're complaining about. 
great. Two, two billion pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say no we one talks that. about that, but you are talking about that. Yeah. Um, okay, next item up is Hamlet confirmed back on Boxing Day. This is Dulwich Hamlet FC that we, um, in the last episode, thought maybe, well, we all thought it may be the 1st of December. Yeah. Didn't quite make that, but it is now confirmed for 26th of December, Boxing Day. So if yes. you're in the locale, come down uh, for a glorious homecoming to Champion Hill, although I'm you sure may need to be. buy a ticket. Yes, it tickets on sale now. Tickets on sale now. It might be, it might be quite full. Um, so that's great news. Um, also, uh, I'm reminded that Southey Brewing, brewer of the Game Changer, <laughs> uh, are running the Tinny Bar. Oh, yes, at, of course, yeah. Tinny Bar at Dulwich Hamlet. And, and the cask. And the cask ale at the other end. Yeah. Excellent work. Excellent yeah. news all round. And, uh, there won't be any Game Changer, I don't suspect, because that would change the game, probably. <laughs> yes, you can't, you know, it's not allowed at football. No. Not allowed at football. Um, Finally, possibly, um, hopefully. <laughs> uh, did you see the Guardian piece that coasting at work is in fact good for your career? Yeah, well, it's no surprise to us, is it? No. Uh, yeah. It's obvious. It's obvious. It's yeah. obvious. I mean, um, we've been all for it, haven't we? Don't overdo it. Don't tie yourself out. You'll get stressed. You know, just hide yeah. in the labs with a mug of tea and a good book. Exactly. No uh, one ever had a heart attack from... Uh, coasting no exactly and, and they're much and they're much nicer people generally oh, I know, the yeah i mean i used to hate that when he's kind of like how are you oh i'm really really busy i didn't ask you that <laughs> <laughs> are you though really and no, i don't tell me <laughs> just say no no to goals yeah no to goals there you go so that's coasting if you're at work coast sounds very corporate deserter doesn't it uh, oh talk of the devil I am the corporate deserter. I earn a six-figure salary. And I do fuck all. Hello. Today, I take a look at the office. Your goal? Make everyone believe you are busy and effective while doing precisely zip. In an open plan office, earphones are your friend. Listen to whatever you like, even this bollocks, but let everyone think you're on the phone by randomly saying out loud, shouting even, phrases like, but if the projections are down, then we're all out of a job. Or, who in God's name told you to do that? You've jeopardised the whole deal, you fucking prick. Fear is good. When moving around the office, remember the three golden rules. Look harassed, carry something, some papers or a file, even a pot plant, and move quickly. A fast man is an effective man, or at least looks like one, even though he is, in fact, off to the box for some sniff. Make and take all telephone calls in meeting rooms with glass walls. This makes you look busy and important, even when you're just calling your bookie. If you do have any actual work to do, do it in the boardroom. Then, when you're turfed out, you'll be seen as busy by all the right people. Put all these into action and your stock will rise as mine did. And now look at me. I've got a fucking hammock in my office. Keep believing. You can do this. But remember, doing nothing all day is tougher than you might think. You never know when you've finished. Join me next time for my guide on how to win meetings. Can you imagine 
Some people don't even realize their competitions. Well, that is quite an interesting take on uh, meetings, isn't it? Because it's very different to yours. Yes. Uh, your approach was to basically hide. Was that's it? right? Yeah, just stay silent. <laughs> Didn't you once go 112 consecutive meetings without saying a single word? Indeed, yeah. I mean, my view is, uh, if you are going to talk at the meeting, you're simply extending it. That is very true. Yeah, yeah. Full of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear Osmond's take. Mm. Uh, sorry, corporate deserter. Oh, shit. <laughs> Done it again. He's going to get fired. Well, we were hoping to have letter from letter from the world now, weren't we? Um, yeah. But unfortunately, Spider has not uh, called in uh, this month yet. Yet it may still arrive. It could. It could still arrive. Um, yeah. But uh, we, we do know that he's somewhere around the Columbia area. Um, those who don't know him perhaps might suspect he's been taking the local produce with the eels. <laughs> but um, we know that he, he wouldn't do that. He doesn't like cocaine, does he? No. Uh, he says it turns uh, normal people into wankers mm-hmm. and uh, wankers into cunts. Yeah, and he's already a cunt. <laughs> that's so, very true. Yeah. So um, that's why he steers clear of it. His words, not ours. His words before, <laughs> before he tells us off again. Books. 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 Letters. 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 Words. 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 Reading. 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 Right, we've got a main book this month, which is the Pub Manifesto by James Dowswell. But just before we hear Meet. from him, yeah. uh, we're going to have an honorary mention for our friend Ned Bolting, who's got a book out about the world of darts. Mm. Um Ned, um, we've met a couple of times now, and um, he wrote the forward for our. He book. wrote the forward for our. Sorry book. to mention it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's a very funny geezer. He's written this book on uh, darts, which is called "The Heart of Darkness." Yes. The, um, the, the subtitle is "Bullseyes, Boozers, and Modern Britain." Yeah, I cannot wait to read it. It's going to be brilliant. But um, the book and the name had an interesting genesis, didn't it? He told mm. us when we met him. He said. Uh, as he was writing it, Ned, Ned uh, called his publisher and said, uh, listen, I've got a great name for the book, The Heart of Darkness. And the publisher thought for a bit and said, yes, that is a very good name. But I just wonder if you could find a quotation from Conrad you know, to introduce the book. Mm. So Ned thought, yeah, that's not a bad idea. So he um, got out his uh, Heart of Darkness, read through it, and indeed he did find a passage which seemed relevant. Mm. So um, he sent it to the publisher and the publisher um, called him back the next day and said, yes, that's a very good quotation. I wonder if you could find one for every chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ned went, oh, fucking hell, now I've got to find one for every chapter. So he goes back to his um, Heart of Darkness. And uh, in the end, he manages to find a relevant passage for every single chapter. But as he's doing so, he realises that for the analogy to truly work, he needs a mysterious central figure. He needs his Kurtz. Yeah. Then it comes to him. Bristow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Eric, I hope I'm not ruining the, the book by saying <coughs> Eric Bristow uh, is, the, is the Kurtz figure, the ivory trader, the colonel. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, suddenly for Ned, the book was done. Yeah. It wrote itself after that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And now on to the meat of Book Corner, as you might call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got with us today James Dowdswell. Hello, James. Well, hello. Uh, and James has written a book called, brilliantly, The Pub Manifesto. A comedian stands up for pubs. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're a stand-up comedian, aren't you, James? Yes. Yeah. Uh, is that, is, and um, you've also written a book. I mean, my God, you're busy. We've just written a book. It's exhausting, isn't it? <laughs> Um, <laughs> you, you have to stand up as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but we were hoping to take three months off after it was published. So it just yeah. doesn't work out like that. Yeah, it's the, the, that's when the work starts, isn't it? I yes. thought. Yeah. You have to then pub- publicise the thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, anyway, thanks very much for coming on and uh, thoroughly enjoying the book. Um, we understand it was born from your stand up show uh, or a routine you did yeah i did a show uh, up in edinburgh called james dazzle's perfect pub yes I, and i don't know if you know this so i don't know if you've ever been seeing hour long fringe show mm. but there tends to be a lull in 40 minutes and the mm. audience drops so you need to put something in there mm. and i did a show the year before called wine ale and i Pun there. <laughs> oh, very good yeah and not many people got it to be honest uh, those who did did and half uh, 40 minutes in, I introduced the idea of George Orwell's uh, Moon Underwater, the perfect pub, yep. Yep. and asked the audience what they wanted in their perfect pub. Mm. And then I riffed off their answers. Ah. And that bit went so well that I thought, hang on, this could be a separate spin-off show. Yes. So the next year, I went up to Edinburgh and did an hour just of that. Uh-huh. And then a friend of mine, Philippa, said, uh, ooh. That's a good idea for a book. Mm, mm. So I then started writing the book. And you include some of that data in the book, don't you? Yes. Uh, I couldn't help noticing one person wanted jousting. Yeah, (laughs) jousting. (laughs) Blimmin' hipsters. (laughs) I think I've been to an evening like that. That that was an opening um, salvo from somebody. Was it? Um, (laughs) So that that was good, actually, because it set the tone. Yeah, very good. if somebody says, good beer, okay, that's a fair one, but... But it, it, it opens the door. Surreality mm-hmm. opens up that yeah, surreal yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but you grew grew up in a pub, is that right? Yeah, mm. I grew up in a, a lovely pub called the Anchor Inn, which is ten miles north of Bristol. Uh-huh. Free you house, lucky bastard. Yeah, I was lucky. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Who was, so it, it was. So I actually did one of the launches. I did a launch in London, uh, Tattershall Castle, and I did one at the Anchor, and it was the first mm. time I've ever done stand up in my parents pub yeah so yeah. it was quite oh, that's a, good oh, wow. quite a yeah. nice thing I, yeah. i've always been asked to do it there but i thought i'd just be heckled off so i've never <laughs> never done it <laughs> i noticed uh was it russell howard refers to you as uh dr pub yeah i like that <laughs> yeah that's nice yeah and that's the sort of doctor i want to go and dr. see pub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i could see that as a regular yeah. slot Come in for your he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not going to ask how many he, units you've had down, well he? russell used to be a teetotaler uh, right. until i supported him on tour <laughs> and uh i i started him on um uh those swedish cider copperberg swedish cider you like mm, those mm, i started mm. him on those Ah, but uh, it's yeah. a gateway exactly it's a gateway drug <laughs> um, I have to say that um, whenever I've dipped into the books I haven't read the whole thing James I'm terribly sorry but I only saw you yesterday um, <laughs> um, there's a lot of overlap with the things that we love as well which is mm. quite un- unusual yeah um, I mean just on the beer front for example the, the, some of the beers you'd like to have in your perfect pub uh, include Jaipur 
uh, which we bang on about endlessly. Mm. Um, it's now but, in a can, isn't it, Jaipur? Yeah, Jai How do you feel about Jaipur in a can? I haven't tasted it in the I'm can willing yet. to try it. Punk IPA, and you also mentioned uh, uh, beers from Cloudwater, Northern mm. Monk, um, mm. Verdant Howl, you even mentioned, yeah. which... Yeah. We've just we're just releasing a um, imperial IPA, a double strength deserter IPA. Excellent. And we did an awful lot of research mm. over the course of an evening. Five cans of it. And yeah, um, yeah I think Verdant Owl was actually our, our favourite. Yeah, it was yeah. It's pretty pretty, pretty strong. I pretty had amazing. It, yeah. uh, I had it on a Friday night. Uh, I had about five cans of various yes. things, and that oh that that was the mm. it was a bit of a head banger, but it was, yeah. Yeah, it was delicious. It's <laughs> quite. Complex flavour as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I loved I it. Like that. And um, yeah, the book, the Pub Manifesto, has uh, chapters on food, music, dogs, toilets, and crisps. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I try to approach the pub, um, sort of look at the perfect pub. So to look at the location first, yeah. and then look yeah. at the interior, yes. then look at maybe the toilets, the, and then mm. go outside. And then approach the drinks, then mm. the food, mm. and then the entertainment. So I sort of tried to walk uh, us through. Uh, I didn't want to write a book that um, that would talk about in depth about a pub in Newcastle that somebody yes. in Cornwall might not yeah. go to. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. tried to keep it as you have to keep not um, a bit neutral. Yeah, as neutral, and yeah. as uh, I wanted the reader to be able to be in it. So when I was talking about toilets, it could in your head. If I'm talking about an Irish pub. We've all been to an Irish pub. Yeah. You you can be right there with me. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I didn't want it to be one of those coffee table books, although I like them. Yeah, there's enough of those. Yes, yeah. It's an holistic approach, isn't it? Yes, that's. Yes. And do you have any perfect. particular favourites in uh, London? Because you're a South Londoner as well. Aren't I'm you? a South Londoner. Uh, in South London, I mean, I did one of the launches at the Ivy House. Oh, yeah. oh I find yeah. that a, a that's fascinating a great place. Yeah, the yeah. fact that it's dog-friendly, and my partner yeah. owns a doggy daycare, <laughs> so we had about 40 or 50 people there, but we had 10 of those were dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so we had 40 humans, 10 dogs, which was fine, but one of the dogs at the front... Uh, lovely, uh, lovely King Charles called Rufus wanted to talk to a lurcher called Ziggy at the back. Oh, <laughs> uh, so there was a lot of cross woofing, um, but they all knew each other, so it was yeah. quite nice. Mm, mm. So all the dogs knew each other, but the owners didn't. So the yeah. owners like, it's just easy bothering. Oh no, okay, no, those, they're, they're those, mates. those yeah. are good mates. Those two. <laughs> yeah, no, we were very fond of the Ivy House. In fact, wasn't that the winner of our inaugural? World, World Cup, Cup of Pubs? Yeah. World Cup of Pubs. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. It was only pubs in South London. Because, mm. you know, to us, in some ways, that is the world. Because mm. um, <laughs> we're you know, rather lazy. And how do you feel about the future of the pub? Do you, you know, are you concerned that young people are not drinking enough? Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because the, if you're a landlord these days, you've got to convince somebody who's 19. You say, hang on a minute, put that can down in mm. the supermarket, the off-licence. I know it's a pound. Put that can down. I want you to buy an identical pint mm. for four to yeah. five pounds yeah. and that's the challenge really and talk to it? strangers and yeah. talk to strangers yeah. so mm. that's the challenge I mean the lifestyle's changed hasn't it mm. um, so people are watching TV on demand or playing computer mm. games and mm. having some cans or watching a pay-per-view mm. football match boxing match mm. um, they, but don't, they don't really grasp the, the lure of a dark room exactly uh, <laughs> that you can't exactly. see and in, the, and in the you know in the 
even 20 years ago you know i used to go to the pub every night you did mm. and that's where you learned your information and found out what's what's going on but these yeah. days you can chat online so thing, things have changed so maybe we're just thinning out the people who weren't actually that interested in pubs in the <laughs> yeah. first place yeah or maybe getting not it down to the purists and a few, yeah exactly a bit. <laughs> natural selection. in natural selection yeah you were saying that last night weren't you uh, last time um that uh, you know you get to go to the pub less and less and people you know don't seem to want to go to the pub as much whereas you would like to go every night you said did I? Yes. Yes. It sounds a bit like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I remember my dad saying to me that uh, when he, he used to go to the pub seven nights a week and then six nights and it gradually mm. sort of went down. Mm. But it, it was definitely... And he it, lived in a pub. He lived in a pub, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when it, uh, but it, it has changed. Maybe it's the country pub versus the city pub, but there's something special about a local's pub yeah. that you can go in on your own anytime. Yeah. You might yeah. bump into somebody... Yeah. interesting or somebody you know is a lovely thing isn't yeah it? it is a lovely thing i mean funnily enough the, the only pub i've really experienced that it in was in london bridge where um uh, there was a the, by borough market there's a pub called yeah. the, the wheat sheave oh i know that well yeah and and we used to go in there and know everyone it was like a, a country pub in some mm. respects in that you know everybody knew everybody else and yeah you, you could go in any time and see someone you knew yeah mm. that's changed a lot that pub now that's kind of a, yeah yeah Ruined, I reckon. Ruined, yeah. Oh, I mean, still, it's it's just different, isn't it? It's not, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's not the market pub it was. No, no. but it's um, it's very successful. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's one of the. It's got a good location, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Now it's got the uh, train times in the backyard. Really? It? Yeah. Mm. Which I think tells you all you need to know about. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's tricky. I, I mean, the pubs just had to had to adapt, really, yeah. hasn't yeah. it? So. They're, you know, there's quiz nights, there's comedy nights, there yeah. might be football on. Um, there's all sorts of different things. Food uh, as plays a bigger part these mm, days. Yeah. The mm. Sunday lunch crowd. Mm, I mean, mm. Sunday lunch is massive for mm, pubs mm, now, mm, isn't it? Mm, mm, mm. Absolutely. Mm. Um, well, thank you very much for coming in today, James. We'll Absolute pleasure. Uh, great to see you. And um, if you must buy another book that isn't our book... The Pub Manifesto, is it? Buy them both. Buy them both. both. I mean, take them both to the counter and ask for a discount. Yeah. You might say no, but what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? We should do um, a two-for-one deal. Two for 30 pounds. <laughs> and now, social media scene. Oh, I love that phrase. <laughs> I love the scene. What you got? I've got uh, Moth Dad uh, at Innis MCK. Um... A, a, a hilarious thread. I think it was a, um, it was sort of a one-man thread for a, for a long while. Although people mm. did chip in at the end. Uh, mm. I can't read all of it because it just went all over the place. Uh, mm. um, it's, it's quite angry. Um, so I hope you hope you're <laughs> calm at least. It's like um, a millennial whale, wasn't it? <laughs> it started off in capital letters. Just learned there are sixteen ounces in a pound, and I am fucking livid. <laughs> sixteen. What the fuck kind of number is that? So I've had no reason to actually look into imperial measurements until now, and frankly, I immediately regret finding out about this. <laughs> it must be a shock if you've never had to look at them. Yeah, yeah. It makes some sense, though, because a pound is defined as being 7,000 grains, so that makes each ounce a nice round 437.5 <laughs> grains. And then, oh my word, oh my fucking actual God... Guess how many pounds there are in a stone? You'll never get it. It will be fucking impossible to guess this. 
there are 14 pounds in a stone. That's a completely different fucking number. <laughs> There's literally no way to know how many ounces are in a stone. No one can know this. But it is, you can just multiply up up the 14 by 16 and you'll get... No! <laughs> Maths has clearly abandoned us. Numbers mean nothing at this point. What the fuck kind of antiquated joke system are people working with? My mum. Wow, count yourself lucky you only need to earn your, learn your 10 times table. When I was a kid, we had to go up to 12. Me, a child. Oh, for weights and stuff. Mum, a liar. Sure. <laughs> Turns out no one on the planet is trained to work with these fucked up numbers. They just make stuff up. No one knows how much a pound is because if they'd ever used this bullshit system, there'd be riots. And then how many ounces go in a cup? Oh, I love the cups bit, yeah. Which That's... fucking cup, America? How do you all own the same cup? <laughs> I am so angry right now. And then somebody else chips in. Crud chips in. Before you judge someone else's me measuring system, be sure to walk 1.60934 kilometres in their shoes. <laughs> Very good. Oh, superb. Yes. An outpouring of angst from yeah. our younger and There's a friends. great deal more on that thread about wool and feathers and <laughs> gold, you know, <laughs> and hundredweight. Don't get him started on no. hundredweight. <laughs> oh, so what we're what else have we got on the uh, on the scene? Um, I noticed we'd inspired someone else uh, in the course of our uh, meanderings. That's wonderful. Yeah, Peter Fair's uh, APVP Catford. I think maybe he um, missed us at the Blythe or something, but he wrote, mm. um, You have inspired me to take my daughter to every pub in Lewisham before her fifth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> 48 down 47 to go oh well that's done. lovely isn't yeah, it and he yeah. sent in a lovely picture of the two of them in the jolly farmers lewisham oh. having a pint and a bag of crisps <laughs> wonderful well done peter heartwarming um another thread i enjoyed was um i suppose you could call it parenting by getting band names wrong band names. band names band names mm. band, i can't say it <laughs> band <laughs> names deep. I can't even say I'm getting band names wrong. <laughs> Parenting by getting band names wrong. Um, Ian Walker kicked it off. This is at Fenland Agent. He said, I'm annoying my daughter by persistently calling Panic at the Disco, Picnic at the Disco. <laughs> <laughs> These are some pretty honed and buff middle-aged dad skills I'm developing. Uh, at Type Junkie chipped in with his... Um, Offering my peak, he says, was deliberately referring to Slipknot as Slipshod for two years. Sion <laughs> <laughs> um, at Sion Corn says, I'm referring to my daughter's favourite Billie Eilish as Billie Eyelash. <laughs> she stopped correcting me now, which is how I know I've won. <laughs> and then from the other perspective, the child's perspective, uh, at Vinyl Car Boot, he uh, chips in with, uh, my dad used to drive me mad by singing, take me down to the paradise city where the girls are green and the cross is pretty. <laughs> um, I imagine your lad's a little a bit too young for you to start taking the piss out of his uh, He is a bit, band, yeah. Also, he still, still listens to a lot of my music. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which possibly you get wrong. Yeah. I mean, I know I did. In my house, we had an international incident over my inability to refer to the Claxons as Claxons. <laughs> sure, I'm sure they had a definite article. Um, 
But my favourite was probably the ticket tout struggling gamefully at uh, Brixton Academy with Enter Shikari. <laughs> yeah, he struggled for a while outside uh, trying to tout some tickets uh, and ended up just giving offering tickets for Enter Shakira. <laughs> Sticking with the uh, sticking with music, uh, did you see that Mariah Carey's worldwide fan base? What are they called? The unicorns or something? Lam, lambs, Lamely, Lamely. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's got a word for her um, her fans, right. um, and they've all been mobilised to get the hashtag going to recognise her historically maligned two thousand and one album Glitter. You. Are you familiar with Glitter? I'm not. No. I'm not. I haven't heard it yet. Um, I had the pleasure. Um, but the, the hashtag, strangely, is not catching on so well in the UK. No? No. Uh, the hashtag is justice for glitter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I wonder why. I yeah. wonder why. It's, it's, it's not, not taken off over here. Not taken off. Um and then uh, finally, do you remember the, the place reviews we did for that uh, shopping centre? Was it in um, in uh, oh, yeah. Somerset? Somerset. Yeah. Uh, there were some reviews for the walkway between the yes, supermarket right. and the car park, yeah. which had us chuckling. I saw another funny place review on, on uh, Google. This one was for the uh, Chernobyl sarcophagus, <laughs> the right. uh, you know the massive steel and concrete structure that covers the nuclear reactor. That went tits up. Mm. Um, the uh, a reviewer on Google wrote, "I can count on one hand the amount of times I've been to this place. It's fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, that's last orders for this episode. Uh, James, would you like to go to a pub? Absolutely. <laughs> good lad. Uh, it's the Fox on the Hill. Uh, it's shit, but it is near. <laughs> also, it's cheap. Yeah, it's two pounds a pint, so it's where we like to take all our guests. Uh, thanks again for coming in, and thanks to Deadly for the twiddling, and thanks to you for listening. Uh, if you like it, leave us a review. Yeah. So yeah, going back to band names, uh, Radio. Yeah. How do you pronounce Bon Iver? Bon Iver. Bone. Yeah, I think it's. Bon Iver, is it? What do you think, John? Bon Iver. Bon Iver. <laughs> I think it's. I think I say Iver because I think it was from Bone Idol. Bone Idol. That's what. That's, that's the thing I thought of. That sounds familiar. Uh, what, what about um, Soft Jan Stevens? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one knows. No, no one, one knows. knows. Goiter. Goiter. <laughs> <laughs> that's Go- Gautier, is it? Gautier. <laughs> um, I, to be honest, I did hear. So, you know, FKA Twigs. No. I heard um, someone pronounce them fucker twigs the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and they were in their 30s. <laughs>